Welcome back to The Wise Man's Page, the daily podcast where we read Patrick Rothfuss's The Wise Man's Fear page by page. This is page 682. Should be, too. She's a runner, that one. Now that she's left Severin, how can you hope to find her? It is a shame you left without a word, you know. She was just beginning to trust you before that. Before you got angry. Before you ran off. Just like every other man in her life, just like every other man, lusting after her, full of sweet words, then just walking away, leaving her alone. Good thing she's used to it by now, isn't it? Otherwise you might have hurt her. Otherwise you just might have broken that poor girl's heart. It was all too much. I turned and ran, pelting madly back the way I had come, back to the twilight back to the quiet twilight of Falurian's clearing. Away, away, away. And as I ran, I could hear the, I could hear Cathayus speaking behind me. Its dry, quiet voice followed me longer than I would have thought possible. Come back. Come back. I've more to say. I've so much more to tell you. Won't you stay? It was hours before I came back to Falurian's clearing. I'm not sure how I found my way. I only remember being surprised at the sight of her pavilion through the trees. The sight of it slowed the mad spinning of my thoughts until I could begin to think again. I went to the pool and took a long, deep drink, splashing water on my face to clear my head and hide the signs of tears. After a moment or two of quiet reflection, I stood and walked to the pavilion. It was only then that I noticed a curious lack of butterflies. There were usually at least a handful flitting around, but now there were none. Fulurian was there, but the sight of her only unsettled me further. It was the only time I had ever seen her look less than perfectly beautiful. She lay among the cushions, drawn and weary, as if I had been gone for days instead of hours, and she had not eaten or slept all the while. She lifted her head tiredly when she heard me approach. It is done, she said, but when she looked at me her eyes widened with surprise. I looked down and saw that I was bramble-torn and bloody. I was spattered with mud and grass stained along my entire left side. I must have fallen during my mindless flight away from the Cathaya. Falurian sat upright. What has come of you? I brushed absently at a bit of dried blood on my elbow. I might ask the same of you. My voice sounded thick and coarse, as if I had been shouting. When I looked up, I saw real concern in her eyes. I went walking dayward. I found something in a tree. It called itself a cafe. Falurian went motionless when I spoke its name. The cafe? Did you speak? That's the page. I'm Jeremy. I'm Jordana. I'm Nick. I quite like that Quoth's voice is hoarse. I think that he was like screaming and crying as he ran and he didn't notice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's, uh... He's kind of blocked that part out because he also doesn't remember that he fell down, but he must have fallen down. Yes. And it's uh, it's Denna that breaks him. All the other stuff, even being forced to remember his parents and realizing that he missed his chance to get some revenge on Cinder. That didn't break him, but it's uh, being told about Denna. Really, really, that's what sends him away. Having all his worst fears about himself and his relationship to Denna spoken aloud right as like an accusation like you are exactly like everyone else in her life that's what she thinks of you now you missed your you know you missed your shot 
Although that's not directly what the Cathay says, which is important. Yes, it leaves it leaves the the space for Quoth to make that connection, even though I think it's pretty clear that that's what the Cathay wants. Uh, yeah. You're right. But I don't think it. the Cathay can lie. According to what other characters tell us, the Cathay tells the truth, but everything it is. So we must take that everything it's saying is true. Well, here's what it says. She was beginning to trust you before that. That's true. And then everything else is commentary. Yeah, because it's not, they're not like solid, like this is facts. Yeah, she's not it's, saying. It's like, I guess, and like, yeah, stuff like that. So it, it I think that like it can, not. it can lie by omission, certainly. Well, and it's, it's not necessarily lying to Quoth if it's telling him how he feels, right? He did get angry. He did, like, he did run off and he does feel, I think Quoth feels or fears that he is now just like every other man in her life, whether or not he is or not. Well, but, he, the, the Cathay actually verifies, though, that Dunna doesn't have a broken heart because the Cathay is like, well, otherwise, if she hadn't already been used to this, she would have a broken heart. But that, that kind of verifies that. But is, but like, is, is she used to it or not? Unclear. Well, I, I think that the idea is that that's the tragedy is that, oh, good thing that you proved yourself to be. Uh, no different than the others, so she's used to it. She has her guard up, and her having her guard up served her well this time. Because if she didn't, if she had fully trusted you, and you had proved yourself to be to false, be no better, yeah, then then she would have really been hurt. But you know, good thing that 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 she never proved, she never fully trusted you, and uh, you proved yourself false uh, early enough in your relationship. Like I think the it's presented that way in order to further hurt both. Mm-hmm. Also. Now, Denna, Quoth's impression of Denna and the impression that Denna has, I think, cultivated in Quoth is that she is in control of when she stops seeing these men, right? Like, it's not that they leave her. She leaves them, right? When when they get too pushy, they they get too close, or she's, like, bored with them or done with them, or they, or they somehow offend her. But the Cathaya makes it seem like these men are abandoning her. And if the Cathay can't lie about something like that, then that does cast Denna's relationships with these men in a different light. Because then it starts to sound like she is looking for some kind of stability that is being consistently denied her. And I think that's probably true, too. I think that she is looking for some kind of stability. And sometimes she like I think what it is, is probably that when the men when the men realize that she isn't looking for what they're after, which is probably like to be a kept woman. They, they lose interest or they, you know, they move on. But like, I think that both can be true. Certainly the, you know, the Cathay is structuring its comments in such a way as to be most hurtful. So um, the only other thing I want to point out about the top of the page here is that again, in a wonderful uh, nod to Shakespeare, the scene ends on a rhyming couplet. Indeed. Yes. I like the little rhyme. And as we've said before, uh, Shakespeare tends to end scenes on a rhyming couplet, whether or not they're set in uh, the fairy realm or spoken by a fake creature. Mm-hmm. We've we have pointed out before that in, in Fleurian's dialogue, no words are capitalized, not even proper names, except for the Cathay. Well, Fleurian capitalizes her own name and mm. also Cathay. So that. You're right. 
so that must have some kind of import, right? Maybe she's only she only does it for like important fey beings. Yeah, or beings that kind of like her are somehow elemental or Unique. foundational. Because Kvoth says it called itself a Cathay, and she says the Cathay, right? She's like sort of emphasizes like there's only one of them, just like there's only one of me. Oh, right. Yeah. Uh, which does make me think earlier on the page, Kvoth, Kvoth narrates, and as I ran, I could hear Cathay speaking behind me. I think that's uh, an error. I think it should be the Cathay. Because he that's how he refers to it on the previous page. The there are Cathay. other pages, though. Like, I think it flip-flops because there are other pages where it's just called Cathay, almost like a name. And then there are pages where it's the Cathay. Like I'm looking for examples of that as we speak, and I'm not finding them. I kind of like it on this page. To me, it it I don't know. There's something about it that makes it seem more um, high pressure, high stakes. Like I think to in it, because he's like running and screaming. I don't know. I I think it that in this case it's done with intent. I don't think this is a, a typo or a misprint. Uh, on page on a previous page, a couple of pages ago, he does refer to it as Cathay once. In, in in amidst a, a bunch of references to it as the Cathay. And it says of itself, I am the Cathay, not I am Cathay. Oh, actually, you know what? It does both. It says, I am the Cathay. And then a paragraph later, it says, I am Cathay. So that's what I said. Why don't you just listen to me? I wanted to confirm it. Ah. Yeah, it is the Cathay, but it's also Cathay. I, I like it. I think it it speaks to the stakes of the scene and the intensity of the running. I think it's done with intent. What do we make of the curious lack of butterflies when Quoth returns to Florian's grove? <laughs> Florian ate them? No, I'm kidding. I think that like the butterflies don't like iron either. Oh. I don't think they're the same as the the regular world butterflies. I think they're fey butterflies, yeah. so they don't I like it. I think yeah that it's meant, like it's sort of pathetic fallacy around Florian, like her state when she is uh, in less of a energetic state, the butterflies are gone. And you can also kind of read it as the Cathay has killed them. Somehow. Yeah, that's that was my reading is like it lured away the butterflies that are normally flitting around Fulurian and then cut them up into little butterfly chunks. And again, I think both things, not that both things can be true, but that either read is valid and it's one of those things that's more interesting without having proof like it's just it's a bit of scene setting and it's a bit of like oh something is wrong something that has been consistent throughout Quoth's time here is completely gone so something's off kilter probably with both of them certainly with both of them like this is the most messed up we ever see Fulurian and I think it's really nice that there's real concern in her eyes when when she looks at Quoth like and I I choose to believe that she's concerned for Quoth and not for like the world. I don't know. Like I certainly when we learn on the next page or rather the next chapter that the Cathay Bath thinks the Cathay is exists to cause calamity in the world. Valerian basically shrugs it off upon checking him and seeing that he like seems fine. Uh, so I'm not sure kind of who to believe. I'm not sure if Valerian like doesn't care about the world only really cares about Quoth's current uh, situation or a more uh, cynical reading might be that Valerian only cares about like how it affects her. But I choose to believe that she's like genuinely concerned for Quoth and like she he looks like he's hurt. He probably looks worse than he than he thinks he does. Uh, he's trying to be really casual. He's like, oh, yeah, I went walking day or talked to a tree, you know, no big deal. But he probably looks like absolute shit. I mean, he's he's doing that thing, I think, 
when you are in shock. Like when I, a couple of years ago, I slammed my finger in a car door and broke it. And when people asked me in the immediate aftermath of like my finger, like pouring blood out of it, people were like, oh my God, are you okay? Oh yeah, I'm fine. I'm fine. Because you're in shock, right? You don't know how bad it is, like, because your body won't let you. And I think Quoth is in, is in shock here. Yeah, that feels accurate. And it's like, as a shock is funny, because even if you know you're in shock, you're still in shock. Yeah, well, I had, I had the presence <laughs> of mind to be like, honey, I should drive us home before the shock wears off and I realize how much pain I'm in. Because then I won't be able to drive us home and we'll have to leave the car here. Why didn't you drive to the ER, buddy? Because I didn't, I was still in enough shock. It was like, maybe my finger's not broken. So I went, and also it was like peak COVID. So I didn't want to go to a hospital unless I absolutely had to. So I called the telemedicine doctor, showed him my finger. And he was like, oh yeah, your finger's broken. Go to the hospital. And then I did. Well, you could have saved yourself some time if you had just gone straight to the hospital, homie. I could have, but I didn't want to. Well, you were in shock. That's right. That's right. So we forgive you or something. <laughs> Thanks for that. Is Quoth uh, is Quoth drinking from the same pool where they have sex? Yeah, Probably. there's only one. There's only one pool in Falarian's Grove. Hmm. I I'm also sure. think that like it's probably like a spring. Like, yeah, it's I probably sure a water so. pool that has a spring in it. There's probably some sort of like motion of water there. So, I mean, like it's only as dangerous as drinking from like like a lake. I guess, like I think, a, like in the real world. I think I, mean, I would be, also wouldn't drink from a lake in the real world. I might. Yeah, drink no, from, E. coli. From a it's it's bad, but yeah. <laughs> uh, look, I think we could just count on the Fey magic to have purged any uh, impurities from the water and facilitate the uh, the physics of of sex in the water. All right. <laughs> yes, let's count on that. As usual, a wizard did it is a perfectly cromulent response to something in a fantasy novel. Or at least in the Fae. Yes. Never more never more than in the Fae. Reasonable. One thing we didn't mention is that the Cathay says that she's left Severin. Denna has left Severin. Mm-hmm. Um, which means a couple things. One, she's, off, she's away on a mission because she hasn't left the patron. And two, uh, the implication is that Quoth will not be able to find her again or will have a very hard time finding her again. Mm-hmm. And that the Fulurian has access to information Quoth doesn't have access to because Quoth didn't know that. The Cathay? Yeah, that's what I meant. Sorry. Yes. The Cathay has access. Say the Fulurian, interesting. <laughs> the Cathay, we've been do- we've been speculating about how the Fulurian knows what it knows and how much that it knows. And we know now that the Cathay has access to information. No, no, you Quoth mean the Fulurian. <laughs> yeah, fuck off. You <laughs> said it again, you know. Yeah, I know. Okay, you're doing a bit. All right. No, I'm not doing a bit. I just did it unintentionally again and then realized I had done it and thought it was best to simply carry on. So thanks for calling attention to it. That's really helpful. <sighs> well, listeners, we'll call attention to more of Jeremy's verbal flubs on tomorrow's page. Um, they misunderestimated me. The wind! wind. <laughs>